With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. You're, you're, you're listening to TPV Virtual Radio. It's live, it's live right, now right now on the Voice on the Psalmist Voice Radio Network. Radio it's the two-time Stellar Award considered, Spin Award nominated. You're listening to The Voice, to The Voice, the Psalmist Voice Radio Network. You're listening to the hottest, most off-controversial, off-the-meters Christian radio station in the land. In the land. The Psalmist Voice Radio Network. Are you ready to walk, family? Let's go! What's up, everybody? This is John and Sequoia Howard of the Agape Music Group. Hey, and you're listening to the Psalmist Voice Radio Network. Let's get it. Let's go! What's good, radio family? It's your boy, the Psalmist Voice. The Psalmist Voice Radio Network keeps getting hotter, and we have that Holy Ghost smoke just for you. Sundays, it's the return of TPV Rebirth with yours truly, the Psalmist Voice, at 2 p.m. Central, followed by Monday's Indie Fam Nation, exclusively on Clubhouse at 8.15 a.m. Tuesday's Victory Over the Weights of Life with author and speaker Deanne Lubrin at 6 p.m. Wednesday's Illuminating Word Ministries with Apostle Dr. Forrest L. Walker Sr. at 5.15 p.m. Thursday's Real Talk with Pastor Byron Sago at 4.30 p.m. Also, the hottest interview on the planet, the exclusive interview with your truly the psalmist voice by booking only. Saturday, Saturday's Buffet with Sister Lorraine Brown and Roberta Jones at 11 a.m. Followed by the locker room with Coach D every second and fourth Saturday at 4 p.m. Look us up on Facebook, also on Twitter, and our YouTube channel, the Psalmist Voice Radio Network, and walk with us, family. Let's go! Saturday's Buffet with Sister Lorraine Brown and Roberta Jones right now on TPV Radio. Your life is bright. 
I couldn't pay, but you did it, you did it anyway, and in this moment, I worship at your the tears they flow Cause I didn't know That I was worth Eternity Your love For me unchanged And mercy Knew my name The grace you gave For the life you saved I will never Ever be the same You you all night long but you say that they found in you there was no wrong you say that you say Thank you. 
It is the Spin Award nominated Saturday's Buffet with Sister Lorraine Brown and Roberta Jones right now on TPV Radio. Good afternoon, good afternoon, good afternoon, everyone. Hope everybody is doing fine on this fine Saturday afternoon. Hope everybody is feeling well and going forward in the power of God. This is an awesome day to be um, alive. This is an awesome day to be aware of God's moving upon the earth at this time. This is an awesome day to carry the message of the glorious gospel. This is an awesome day to uh, recognize that we can do everything in God and nothing alone. An awesome and powerful message to carry in our lives. Good afternoon, Pastor Chris. How you be this day? I already put the message out there that we better make sure that the fire alarm system is working because I believe today's show is going to bust the devil's head wide open. And that's what I got. (laughs) A smart man, I say. A smart man, I say. Well, we want to welcome the chef to the show because a restaurant ain't worth a hill of beans. If the chef can't cook. Now, I need an amen on that, Pastor Chris. I think that'll preach right there. Amen. A restaurant. Hallelujah. A restaurant. Now, I I understand this. I do understand, Pastor Chris, that when you first come in, the greeter has an important job to greet the people and make them feel welcome. Because otherwise, they may turn around and go back. But let me put a disclaimer with that. You can be a rude greeter if the reputation, the cook in the house is good. They'll say, you know what, I'm going to report them to the manager, but I don't care what they say. I'm going to get me some of this. Hello, somebody. Uh So now, we have the chef in the house, and her hands have flour on it. And that's a good Uh sign because a cook that ain't got dirty hands, uh, no kitchen material, dirty hands now. You you might not have a good cook. Hey, chef. Good good morning, good morning, good afternoon. (laughs) Yes. The, the, the apron's on, it's all flowered up. I'm ready to go. I'm ready to go. Pastor That's what Christian. I'm talking about. Start, started to, he, he done put the fire up, the, uh, the, turned the fire up high. Up, so I'm ready. I'm ready. We're going to burn right. some things today. <laughs> you know, sis, I, I, got, I got something to, I got something to say as soon as we uh, welcome. I, I believe the uh, uh, tree she with us today. Yes, sir. Yes, I'm ma'am. I'm here. Hey, girl. You see they're trying to serve something. Can you hear me? Yeah, I hear you now. But you see they starting okay. stuff early in the game. Early, early. Early. I don't believe we're going to be able to hold them back today, too. We usually can hold them down pretty good, but I think today we just don't even waste our time trying to hold them back. Go ahead on and loose them and let, let them go. go. Let them go. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Did Tiana get on, Pastor Chris? Uh, no, she's not on as yet. Okay. Okay, she has some things going on. She has a... She does um, child care in the state of Texas, and she had a child that she was at the bedside at the hospital with uh, when I oh, spoke wow. with her earlier, so I didn't know whether she was going to get on or not. But, um, guys, I, I, I looked at 90, Psalms, the, the, the 90th Division of Psalms, um, and today I kind of had uh, an example. Um, 
when we look at 90, uh, beginning at the first verse, it says, Lord, thou has been our dwelling place in all generations. And the second verse says, before the mountains was brought forth or ever, thou hast formed the earth and the world, even from everlasting to everlasting, thou God. And I thought about uh, this first verse where it talks about he's been our dwelling place. Oh, Sister Tree, I'm, I'm, I'm burning up inside. I was oh. thinking, guess what I thought thinking about? I started thinking about when we were in our wilderness. I ain't talking about when we was at the palace. I didn't go there. Go back, visit the wilderness, and think about this scripture. God has been our dwelling place all the time. He's always made himself available to us to come and lay our heads in his bosom, to come and to just take a rest, to come and have our eyes open, to come and have our hearts mended. Hey, is is this getting good to anybody but me? In the wilderness, Uh. you know, in that place, in that place where people don't like you and they let you know it. <laughs> I ain't mm. talking about where they don't like you and they hide it. I'm talking about that wilderness, that real wilderness where they tell you, I don't like you. You ain't did nothing to me. I don't like you. I don't like to see you coming and I don't even like to see you leaving. I really just don't want to see you. So in that My type God. of wilderness, God has been our dwelling place. Now, let me go a little further because I, 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 this is where I'm at today. I'm talking about that wilderness where that person that was in your life that made your heart sing. That person that was in your life that put the twinkle in your eye. And all of a sudden, mm. that person now is your greatest hater. Ooh, I'm talking Ooh. about the wilderness. Ooh, girl, I'm talking about the wilderness. I ain't talking about going to the mall today. No, I've been to the mall. I ain't talking about that. I'm talking about the wilderness. I'm talking about when you lay down in your bed that used to give you so much comfort. But now, no matter how good that pediatric mattress is you tossing and you turning and you got to keep flipping your pillow guess why you got to keep flipping your pillow guys because that side has gotten wet and i don't mean you were drooling i mean you were crying yes yes you was crying on your pillow and it got uncomfortable so you had to flip it over and it got so bad guys that you had to go get this other side pillow and start flipping that and try to let that other one dry out some i'm talking about a wilderness i'm talking about finding out for myself that when I was in my wilderness, God said he was my dwelling place. Oh, my God. Mm. Mm. Sister Tree? Sister Tree, we here. <laughs> you have been in the wilderness, Sister Tree. <laughs> Boy, yes, I have. I have. And you know what? It's so interesting because um, in that wilderness experience, you know, that's, that's when you felt God the most. You know, because you didn't have anyone or anything else to lean on. And, you know, we, we, we use uh, the term haters, you know, Mm -hmm. but I've, I've learned because there's some people, the scenario that you spoke of, there were some people in my life that I thought I had put in a certain place and position in my Mm -hmm. life. And those were people that I thought were lifetimers, but I didn't realize that their assignment in my life was seasonal. And so when they started to speak ill will or do things contrary to what I would have thought they would have done toward me, I had Mm -hmm. to go to God. And I was like, Lord, why are they hating on me? God answered and said, it's not that they're hating on you. They don't know who you are. They don't know what you went through. And they don't know how to get to where you are. 
So it's not that they're haters. It's just that they're ignorant to the path that has been paved before them. Um, They're looking at you thinking, how did she get there? How did he get there? But it's not about that. And and they want to be where you are, but it's not about that. Mm -hmm. It's about us showing them during that time. There is nothing special about me. It's nothing but God's love. That's mm-hmm. why I am where I am and how I got here because I stayed the course with God. I messed up along mm-hmm. the way, but I knew that I could not let him go. So, yes, mm-hmm. the wilderness experience of having people turn their back on you, having people leave you all alone when you thought you could call on them and depend on them, mm-hmm. that's a very mm-hmm. familiar place. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. Uh, I like the way you express that. And, and what I like about God, he he he. he he tailor makes our discussions with him. Like he said that, that way to you. And then uh, today when I was out walking this morning, I was thinking about my past and how a lot of people really just won't let you outgrow. You know, some people Mm. are still standing. I had a conversation with my son on today and, um, um, he was kind of rude to me uh, as a matter of fact. And I, I didn't, Get into my flesh today. Thank you, Jesus. I just shared with him. I fixed him some food, and uh, he was saying, well, you know, I don't have to have your food. Um, I can Google food. And I told him, I said, yeah, son, you can. You can Google whatever you want to, and it may taste better than mine. I said, there's an ingredient in mine that's not in there. And he said, what is that? I said, a mother's love. I said, Uh one thing about you, son, I said, I love you. And I said, when I'm preparing your food, I'm preparing it with mother's love. I'm praying. I'm saying, Lord, let his life go right. Let him have a better life. I said, so you can go go Google that and come back and talk to me. Chef, I know you got something to say. So we're going to lose you before we let Pastor Chris go because I know Pastor Chris got matches and gasoline and he's a baby. <laughs> little boy with that kind of stuff. So go ahead, Chef. What do you what do you think about this wilderness conversation on today? Yeah, that, <clears throat> that wilderness conversation is... Uh, being in the wilderness uh, for me is 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 a is a it's a good spot for me because in okay. my wilderness in my wilderness when I'm when I'm going through I draw close and I get quiet mm-hmm. and I listen I begin to listen and then listen he said you know in that verse it says you have been my dwelling place have you mm-hmm. been my home. See, the dwelling place is the home where you stay. And a home is supposed to be a place of peace and rest. So when I get in that place, I get in that place of peace and rest, even though everything else is chaotic. You know, my best Mm -hmm. best time is when things are, when I'm in that, in that, that uh, wilderness, when things are going bad, because that's my, that's my secret place where I get with, with the one that knows all things and, and the one that can help me. Because otherwise, you know, uh, well, you know, we, when things are going pretty good, we 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 tend to kind of leave him out there. You know, we we pray a yes, little sir. bit, uh, mm-hmm. we praise a little bit, but when we get in that wilderness, oh, we can call on him. We can call on mm-hmm. him because ain't nobody else. Because he said, "I've been your dwelling place. I've been mm-hmm. your home from generation to generation." So the other mm-hmm. places we go is not home. That's why there's no rest. Mm-hmm. Mm. Hmm. Preach. Now, now you know what you you. I'm gonna need you today to be on your game. 
sister. <laughs> I need that office. I need that authorship going on today because I know the chef is is full, and, and and so I need you to be on that game today because every week we we I be trying to regurgitate what this woman of God said, and I can't bring it back up, and seem like I can't make time to listen to replay. But sister Roberta, you taught me that. I got mad at you for that lesson. I didn't like it when you said it then. And now I have learned, I've learned that you, that's true. But when you first taught me that, I, 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 I didn't want to hear that. When she taught me about the wilderness experience being a place that you get quiet and intimate with God. But in my, in my going forward, I have learned that that's true. But it's not a great experience. It's not a pretty sight to see. But it is an awesome experience on the back end when you see that, when you see the, the benefits of that action. Awesome. Thank you, Sister uh, Roberta. Uh, Pastor Chris, what you got to say? Oh, Lord Jesus. See, uh, <laughs> y'all should have just passed the mic. Yeah, y'all should have passed the mic because I am lit today <laughs> um when we go through our wilderness experience it's an intimate time and understanding who we are in god's eye see mm-hmm. we make so much emotional attachment to the people that are close to us and sometimes they shake us off our game. Even if Come we on. go to our homes where it's supposed to be peace, no strife, none of that stuff, it seems that you cannot find your secret place. Uh-oh, I'm getting started already. See, sometimes when it comes to being in your wilderness experience, you have to strip yourself. Uh-oh. I'm a hashtag that. Strip yourself see we have to understand that we can't just do the form and fashion Uh oh we can't Mm -hmm. just do church as usual anymore uh the Mm -hmm. shift has already happened 2021 Mm -hmm. is almost over and we're still picking up our old wine skin Uh oh come on see yeah we we don't understand that in the 2022 season, God is restoring his relationship <laughs> with his people. See, y'all should have passed the mic off of me today because I'm on fire. And if hot sauce gets a hold of this, we may not have a show. But see, I'm going <laughs> to go ahead and continue because I'm feeling this thing because God's been working with me. He yes. has worked my patience. He's worked mm-hmm. my nerve. He's even worked the people that are close to me to try to get mm-hmm. me to snap. See, y'all don't want to listen to this. But see, it's always the people that are close to you that want to pull out the old wineskin and then yeah. want to slap you upside the face with it and go, nah, 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 nah. And then you ready mm-hmm. to react. But see, this is where... Your relationship with God kicks in. Hashtag strip yourself. See, when you are going into 
the wilderness and you're being attacked by all fronts, one thing you can hold on to is your relationship with Christ. Yeah, I've been saying mm-hmm. it since January 2021. I'm sick of Pastor Chris talking about this relationship stuff. I got religion. I got my title. I got my parking space. I got my front row seat with VIP treatment. But see, let me tell you something, baby. None of that stuff's mattering right now because you never stripped yourself from your own God, little G. See, we walking around with our own anointing and our own understanding. But what we have to understand is this. Until you have hashtag strip yourself, you will never be at a place of peace. You will never be at a place of power, and you will never be at a place where the wineskins can slap you upside your head, and you can still walk in your authority and your purpose. You better take this mic before I go straight running. Back to you. I can't. Ooh, Pastor Chris, Pastor Chris. Ooh, we need to get the fried Ooh, my God, my God, that's awesome. That's awesome. Because that's the purpose of the wilderness, so that you can have the relationship with God. You are my uh-huh. dwelling place. It's in you, Lord. So it's, it's, uh-huh. it's, it's, like you say, it's not right. It's not business as you. We want our own. We, we want to, uh, we clone uh, ministry. We're cloning uh-huh. ministry. It's not uh-huh. that God is birthing ministry in a, in people today. They're cloning it. They're saying what someone, you go, else do, someone else do, and I can do it too. But they haven't been in that. They haven't gone to that drowning place, that relationship to develop the ministry that God has birthed in them. So uh-huh. the only way that I, that ministry can be birthed out of you is that you go through the birth and pain. So in mm. the wilderness is where the birth and pain begins. You got to get the ministry going again. Say that again. The ministry is birthed through the birth and pain in, in the wilderness. Mm. Hashtag Roberta. Lord Jesus. And that's Some that relationship. Some things mm-hmm. you say makes life plain and simple and clear. That right there, any woman who has ever had a labor pain just got clarity. Just got clarity. There's no more foggy area in ministry for that right there. That's what God sends sends to the body of Christ through you. He sends clarity through you. You are anointed to make things clear. And I pray one day you get on this radio show and tell a story. Because you will make people faster. I love your storytelling. That is so clear. Hashtag Roberta Jones. Awesome. Awesome. I'm sorry. Please forgive me when I do that, but it's it's impactful. When you say something impactful, I think it needs to be stirred up a little bit. Because isn't you a cook? Isn't that how you get the flavors to blend, Sister Roberta, that you stir? The, the, the yes. ingredients that you put in the pot. Yes. You have to. Thank start. you. Thank you. you. Have to I, I'm, go ahead, baby. 
That's what Minister. That's what Pastor, Pastor Chris has been saying. That relationship, that stirring. The relationship is what stirs and mixes all that together. It's in the it's in the wilderness that is getting stirred up and mixed up. So that, wow. that so wow. that you can make a meal or make a cake or make a pie. So that you can mm. actually, after the wilderness experience, you actually begin to see what you went through in the wilderness because it, it's now now it's now it's a uh, is, is, is made and is, is formed in you. You come out a better place person. You come out, you know, when, when people say, wow, how you, how you came, how did you get through this? Mm. You know, in the wilderness, the, the relationship, wow. getting to know who, who I, and in the wilderness, you get to know who you are and you really get to know who God is. Because it's, it's in that. Because so often we think that we have arrived and we made it. That God yeah. us in the wilderness, the thing that mm. should, the thing that should have just, just it was it, the thing that a person can bump you, and you take it. Oh my God, they broke my arm. No, that was just a bump. But because you mm-hmm. were so weak in your relationship mm-hmm. with God, it felt like a broken arm. God wow. said, Wait a minute. This shouldn't, this shouldn't affect you like that. Mm. You would have been you. You had the right relationship with me. This wouldn't have affected you. You just you just begin to praise God in the midst of the bump. Mm. But instead, mm. you get to holler, "Oh God, help me! Oh Lord, this is so bad. I'm about to die." Oh Jesus, we gonna die. <laughs> oh, that's <laughs> you. You know what? Mm-mm. Also, Mm-mm. Um, in mm. in that um, <clears throat> in that wilderness experience I, I like what you said that that's where the ministry is birthed in us and mm-hmm. your wilderness experience is different than mine your mm-hmm. test is different than mine so your testimony is different than mine so God mm-hmm. places us in the wilderness where we like she said just to expound on that we can get to know who he is who he really mm-hmm. is and then mm-hmm. once we get to what? know him, we find out who we are in him. You yeah. know why? Because ministry is birth. I like, I, I love the way she put that because so many times, you know, we piggyback on somebody else's stuff. Yep. Oh. That that was not your wilderness experience. That's not oh. what God set you apart in order to uh, teach you. That's not what he gave you. You have to go on what God gave you. So, <laughs> and that's where she mentioned the, the, the cloning comes in. We yeah. want to be a replicate of someone else. That's not <laughs> what God has called us for. We are unique. We are all unique. Uh-oh. We're individuals. Our fingerprints are different. Everything is different because God set you apart, made you different because he had a different ministry, a different path for you to take. And I think so so many times as Christians, going back to what you said about the haters, the haters, you know, the people that are looking at you saying this and that, you have no idea what it mm. took for me to get here. So don't wow. look at what it is right now. Don't look at that. Because if you went down, go back in my past, and you see what I had to go through to get here, you wouldn't want to be me right now. Because you probably, well, I'm not going to say probably, you couldn't have gone through Mm -hmm. what I had to go through. Which Mm. is so important, the dwelling time. 
the abiding time, the sit your butt down and listen to God time is so mm-hmm. important. Quit trying to be like the person on the left and the right. It's all about mm-hmm. sitting still, observing and eating and applying what God gives you, and then you go on your path with God, you and God alone. It's not about everybody else. It's not about what it looks like. It's not about what it feels like. But it's about being where God wants you to be in the wilderness. Stay there because in the wilderness is where you grow. So mm. when, when she gave the analogy of the birthing, you know, a child is where? In the womb alone, unless mm-hmm. you got a twin up in there. <laughs> but even mm-hmm. then, they're in a different sack. You're in the wilderness, yep. in the sack, because that is the time for you to grow. Get the nourishment that you need. You get Mm -hmm. the water that you need. And in the spiritual realm, you get the word and the communion that you need. Need. Mm -hmm. Not want, but need. Mm -hmm. Because God Mm -hmm. knows what we need to keep us going. Mm -hmm. So, when it's your season of wilderness, stay there. You said something, Sister Tree, that pricked something in me when you talked about eating. And, And the Holy Spirit said to me, you are what you eat. Oh so God. some of us have not developed because our diets are poor. We're malnutrition. So in, a, mm, in, in that time true. of wilderness, we've gone, we've gone to the wrong places to be replenished. So we come mm-hmm. back. We come back full of hell because we didn't go spend that time with God. Mm. And the burning mm-hmm. pain... We got mad because we had a stomach ache, but that's 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 uh, contraction. You feel it most in your stomach and your back. So we get mad when the contraction starts, but we study saying this: I want to give birth to the things of God. He said, "Okay, let me take you in the wilderness and uh, start your contraction." I don't want contraction. <laughs> I don't want contraction. I don't want um. I don't want uh, after after birth. I don't want my water to break because that's something. You say God quit playing. God, quit go ahead, quit playing. <laughs> yeah, I'm telling you, you know, I don't want that stuff. I just want to have a baby. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Oh, you want a C-section? Wait a minute, we got something else. Oh, you want me to cut you? Oh, God, no, mm-hmm. don't cut me. That would hurt. How you gonna have this baby? I do eyeball. <laughs> there we go. You you pricked that, girl. That We're ready to read it. Y'all got something else? Go ahead. I have something. I remember. <laughs> I remember, uh, uh, I, I, I say like, 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 like some of the things that, this is a long, long time ago, because they don't want you to know that you, that they, they, they are still in the flesh, so they, they put it on a long time ago. I remember I was, I'm, I'm in a deep and spiritual, and I'm, I'm, you know, I'm there, so I'm, 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 I'm where I know, I know where I'm supposed to be spiritual. And God just told, he just, he just told me something, and I'm like, God.
in giving birth, you hear women screaming and hollering like that. Mm-hmm. Change. You know, the more they scream and holler, you know, the, the, it doesn't stop. Really, it, it, it makes the nurses and the doctors not even want to come and attend to you. And you tie mm. your service. You, you tie That's your true. service. That's true. So you prevent your birth. Yeah, and you, you're screaming and hollering, you know, and God said, okay, I ain't coming in there. I ain't coming in the room. Till you settle down. You better Because you know what? <laughs> till you settle down. I'm not coming in the room till you settle down. When you settle down where you can hear me, because, you know, you're going to give birth. You know, yeah, you can do that. Quiet, you're going to do that. You can, you can, you can mm. give it in a quiet, but the, the pain going to remain the same. Mm. Whether you holler or whether you, 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 whether you grip and just sit there and, and, and take, but the pain going to remain, it gonna remain it's, it's coming. So, so what? In, in in that relationship part that Pastor Chris talks about that I love is that when you get there, it's staying there. See, he put us in that spot, but like Teresa was saying also, it's staying there till you mm. get your It's staying mm-hmm. there until, until the person comes. And see, see the, the more intense the pain is, meaning that the deliverer is near. Mm. Yes, it does. The harder it gets, the harder Ooh, it gets. The delivery is near. Mm-hmm. So you'd be like, Lord, I can't take this. I can't. And, and you know, you said, I can't take it. No. And the doctor yep. say, No, you got one more push. After this is yep. over, one more. Yep. And that's what God is saying. When you say, I can't take Ooh. this. I can't. Come on, come on. Mm. One more push. <laughs> one more push. One more push. push. Roberta, don't forget that part we say. Don't forget that part we say. I ain't never having another baby. I hate that. Oh Jesus! But and he say he he just listened to us. Okay, he say like tonight. I see you next year. Yep. (laughs) I see you next year. So so even you know that's why he said the the. the invisible things that are clearly the visible things are clearly mm-hmm. seen by the invisible. So yes. the spiritual uh, things are clearly uh, seen by the natural things. Yeah, yeah. So what yeah. we do because it's, it's going it's going to happen. It's going to happen because why? God is trying to first something to you. He's trying to get something to you, but I can't give it to you because you got this here. I got to remove this. Whatever it is, I got to remove this so that when when I give you what you need, you won't contaminate it or destroy it. Mm. There you go, Tree. Oh. There you go, Tree. Wow. That's good. What I'm asking him for, mm-hmm. and I got my hands uh, uh, infected. Mm-hmm. So when I reach and get it out, reach it and get it, I just contaminated what God gave me. Come on now. Okay, Pastor Chris, I can't fool with her today. She <laughs> she, she got flour on her hand. I think she got cupcakes <laughs> on the table. I don't know what's going on. Oh, well, I got a few hashtags to put a little bit more seasoning in the pot see hashtag 
Chef Roberta. Why? Because she is stirring up something that people that are listening or even watching online is having some premature labor pains. Uh Uh-oh. Hashtag Chef Roberta. See, we always have this thing as believers that we, we are always mad because we have haters in our wilderness experience. But I'm here to tell you, hashtag haters, haterade is your gatorade. And when you go through the wilderness experience and you're experiencing a threshing floor experience, being stripped all the way down to the bone, Hashtag again, strip yourself. But see, we have a problem always <laughs> wanting to be counterfeit and Woo! take someone else's anointing. So we got to hashtag that, hashtag counterfeit anointing. And when you understand that that anointing is not working for you in your wilderness experience because you're trying to be Bishop Two-Foot, or you trying to be First Lady Evans, you have to walk, hashtag, walk in your identity. Why? Because God gave us all the power to do what we are called to do. We get so intimidated by our haters that we don't even want to walk in our own identity. Hashtag, walk in your identity. Why? Because when you know who you are, when you have the right ingredients, and when you know that stew is about to come out that oven, and you get that taste, you're going to know that your haterade will be your gatorade, and you know when it goes down your esophagus into your stomach, it strips you from all the counterfeit nonsense that you inherited over the years just because you had so much religion and no relationship. Let me drop this mic because I'm about to take this thing clean off. So y'all better take it from me right now. Back to you. That's it right there. So we, we were mimicking others instead of having our own. And now we've gotten to a place where those that we were mimicking have shut down. So we shut down. We can't move forward because they haven't moved forward. Is that what well, we've done? If, you mimic, if you're mimicking others and they shut down, that was your resource. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. So if you're resource, yeah. you don't have no resource, you don't have anything. So God you is come to the end of your prayer. Right. right. So when we, when we, when we, the ministry comes from God, and His source never runs out. So it won't. If you ministry according to the Word of God, what He has given you, like Pastor Chris says, what He has given you. Right. You know, and He says, He says, teach them as I've taught you. Oh. So you know, that's why I, you know, when I minister, I like to minister, minister. Through the the uh, uh, power of God with what He's taught me, because if right. I'm teaching what He taught you, I don't know it yet. That's true. Because He okay. hasn't taught. Could you say that again? If you teach, 
if I minister on what he taught you, I'm not ministering because I, I don't know it yet. But as I minister on what he's taught me, he said, teach them as I've taught you. I can't that's teach good. what I don't know. So that's good, you, sister. And that's how you get, that's, that's, that's how you, the, the relationship that you have with God is what he gives to you. And he said, mm. give it as I give it to you. Mm. That's that way is effective. That's, that's good. I like the way you put that. I like the way you put that because not only did we tell people not to mimic others, we've just explained to them why they shouldn't. Now, if they go after it now, that's on them. But it's been explained because you're going to run out. And you can't teach what you haven't been taught. Good talk. Thou turn man, we're on the third verse, people. Thou turnest man to destruction and saith, return ye children of men. I'm trying my best to get to the 12th verse because that right there is an awesome verse to me. For a thousand years in thy sight are but as yesterday when it is past and as a watch in the night. Thou carriest them away with a flood. They are as sheep in the morning. They are like grass which groweth up. You know, we talked about that grass on last week and how we don't have to be concerned about uh, people that are are, uh, we, we think that are successful We don't have to be jealous of them Or concerned about what they're doing Because if they haven't gotten it The way you just uh, spoke uh, Sister Roberta If they haven't gotten it from God It's going to run out anyway So you really chasing a dead horse He's not going to be able to give you a ride Because he ain't going nowhere Anybody got something on that Before I move forward to seven Go ahead. But we are But we are consumed by thy anger And by thy wrath we are troubled. Thou hast set our iniquities before thee, our secret sins in the light of thy continent. And that is uh, some of that thing that we gain in the wilderness. Our sins are exposed and we get the opportunity to deal with it. And that is a, that is a favor from God. How many times have we hidden things and we hid them so long we forgot where we put them. But God is saying, I'm going I'm to bring this out. I'm going to bring this out. I'm going to put it on the table because you need to deal with this. Because we're, we're all trying to get to him. And these are things that separate us. Did I see this right? These iniquities? These are things that we hide in our heart. These are what we call secrets. Anybody want to speak about them secret uh, iniquities in our heart? Oh, yeah. Well, <laughs> I'm going to try to be nice, but like I said, uh, I can't, I can't be nice. See, when we have things that have been stirred up, now what we like to do, we have our foundation. For all you ladies that know what that is, you have a foundation that you put on before you put on the makeup, right? So when we are walking in this thing called relationship with God, not religion. See, what happens is we're, we are always putting that foundation over our face. And when we understand that something in our life and when we're pushed into our wilderness experience, what happens to that foundation? Uh-oh. It starts to crack or it starts... 
to melt away. Why? Because what's in you is coming out of you. See, we like to bury our iniquities. We like to bury who we used to be. We like to put all that foundation on top of it until we get to a place where God is totally stripping us. Uh Uh-oh. See, we don't want to be stripped. We don't want to be exposed. We don't want to be embarrassed. Uh Uh-oh. Because I hold a position in my church. So I can't be embarrassed because I still got something on the inside of me. Well, in this particular passage of Scripture, that's what he wants from us. Why are we always faking the funk on a nasty dump? I don't understand it. Because in the Scriptures, it says, for all of our faults and flaws are in full view to you. Uh Uh-oh. So what does that mean? Well, you already know how nasty you are. You already know your attitude stink. You already know that your heart is so black, but you say you love everybody. See, everything we want to hide, he will search it out and expose it by the radiance of your face. See, we can't put enough foundation over our face or over our heart. Why? Because the power of the Holy Ghost will expose you. See, we can try to be all perfect all we want to, ladies, but see, the problem is God will always expose you when you are in your wilderness experience. So let's stop being counterfeit, taking somebody else's anointing, somebody else's flow, somebody else's church hat, uh uh-oh, somebody else's red bottom or gators, we need to work and walk in your identity. Hashtag walk in your ID. Why? Because we are banished to live in the shadow of your anger. And we get so mad and upset because Chef Roberta got an anointing and I'm mad because I can't preach like her, or I'm mad because Sister Tracy be throwing that hot sauce in the pot, and she put the spice, and then I'm mad at the drill sergeant because she coming at me sideways. Well, the problem is we got to have some tough skin. We mm-hmm. got so soft in our walk with God that when somebody is correcting you, it's correcting in love. Uh-oh, mm-hmm. they don't want to hear that. See, we were so busy, oh, we want to praise what you look like. We want to honor how you are, but we don't want to tell each other, look, Pastor Chris, um, you tripping. What's wrong with you, sir? Why are you going left? I don't understand it, but I love you enough to tell you where you are. I think you need to go back to your secret place. But what we do, ladies, we throw that foundation on our face and we act as if everything is everything is hunky-dory and okay. But I got news for you. God will not work thing inside of you unless you remove the foundation. Hashtag remove that foundation. Like, look, look, y'all better take this mic. Uh, 
back to you. I can't. Throw some hot sauce on him, Tree. Throw some hot sauce on him. Tree, you got anything uh, you want to uh, add to the hidden iniquities that we hide in our heart? But in, in God's eyesight, they just like he just like looking through a, a clear glass. And also the the um, hidden secret sins that we carry that we don't like to deal with. You want to ha- add anything before we move? Well, <clears throat> I, I love um, <laughs> Pastor Chris, uh, his whole commentary there was amazing. You know, we, we, I love the analogy he used because we as Christians try to make up, uh, put makeup on top of what's really going on inside of us, you know, mm-hmm. but <laughs> God sees. And if you are a person who walks with God and spends time with God, you also see. (laughs) Now, it's up to you. (laughs) It's up to you to decide, you know, to go to God and say, God, okay, I see my sister, I see my brother, and I see what's going on. And I don't want to move out of flesh. I want to move. I want you to move in me and through me. So I want to speak to them on this thing that you have shown me you know, in the spirit mm-hmm. about them. And you go into that person in love, not chastisement, not, mm-hmm. you know, you're not God, so you can't yep. correct them, but you go into them saying, hey, I see it. And I just want you to know I'm here for you. If you need someone to talk to, as a matter of fact, let me pray with you right now. And you pray with that person to help them because sometimes that's just what they need. Just mm-hmm. that person to say, hey, I understand. I've been there. You know, I know what it's like to go up and uh, uh, sing praise and worship every Sunday. And everybody laid out in the word. And on Saturday night, I done done all the stuff I wasn't supposed to do. I know what that's like to hide that stuff. I know what that's like mm-hmm. to make it look like it's something that it's not. You know, so going to wow. that person as a sister or a brother and saying, I got you. You don't have to do mm-hmm. this by yourself. Help, let me help you get through this. Because like you said, God sees it. The word shows you can't yep. that from him. And, and again, <laughs> again, that woman and that man of God that spends time and labors with him, they see it too. And it's all in how you choose to address it. But the biggest thing is addressing in love because people – need someone to lean on. I want to um, bring in bring uh, something that was told to me this week. Um, a young woman who is a praise and worship uh, leader out of state, and uh, she went to her, uh, not to the pastor, but someone who is a minister high up in, in service, and let them know, hey, I need you to pray with me. I need you to help me. I'm going through something. She was battling um, she has a boyfriend and she was battling having sex and she mm-hmm. was uh, going up singing praise and worship or whatever. And she told this person, a, a woman and asking for help. And this person went to the pastor and the first lady and other people in the church and told them, well, she's up there uh, singing praise and worship, ushering people into the presence of God. And yet she's sleeping with somebody on the side. And they sit her down. And when they sit her down, she tried to commit suicide. And she tried to commit suicide because she felt like she had failed God. She felt like she went to someone where she was trying to get help. 
and that person failed her because it wasn't about blasting my sins out to everyone. I came to you for help. You know, so again, it's all in, in how we do deal with this as Christians. You know, do we do it in love? You know, what is our motive? What are we doing? How are we helping people to get past what they're going through with their iniquities and their sins? Because we're not the judge and jury. So, you know, was that something that could have been uh, dealt with differently for a different outcome? You know, so that that's just an example I wanted to give about the hidden iniquities, you know, and how we deal with them in the body of Christ. Uh, Sister Roberta, you got anything on the hidden sins and iniquity, the stuff that we hide and don't want to deal with this? Well, you know, the, 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 hidden, the hidden iniquity is, is, is worse than the open sin because, because it's hidden. It's on the inside. And see, so often we think, because people don't see it, we're all right. We're okay yeah. because they don't see it, but that hidden iniquity goes even deeper because it comes from mm-hmm. the heart. Yeah, you know, the heart is where everything flows. That's where the relationship and everything it it it, it flows. And uh, one of the things that some you know, as as believers, you know, people are going to at church and in out of church. We're talking about believers now, and the things that mm-hmm. we. As, as, as seasoned as season saints we don't have to know what the sin is because yes. you can pick it up see sin stinks sin has an order it smells and because it smells when you when you walk up to a person can't you can't you smell fragrance perfume or whatever now you also can smell Come sin on. On <laughs> so what you do when you smell that sin, where do you go? You go to the one that can deal with the sin. You don't even go to the person. Because sometimes, sometimes people want out but don't know how to get out. Yeah. But you go to the one that can help help them out. But so you what you start doing? You realize what you said, Chip. You can smell sin. God help you can say. If I don't see nothing on Facebook, you fired. I'm saying that out loud. This girl just said, <laughs> you smell sin, and you don't tell the person they stink. That's what that's my interpretation. You don't say you stink. No, you go to the one that can give them a bath. Jesus. You go to, yeah, because they can't. They can't. You go to one. See, one of the things you do, until a person's eyes is open, they can't see. So you yeah. go to the one that can open the eyes, who, which is who? Which is God. Lord, my sister's mm-hmm. in trouble. My brother's in trouble. And when you do that, what happens? God comes to their rescue. And then you'll hear mm-hmm. testimony later on and say, you know, I used to do such and such a thing. And then you rejoice. Mm-hmm. See, you you rejoice. I, I you know, in experience, experience like Pastor Kids, relationship with God brings you to this type of thing. Because there was this uh, couple, they both was married. And I was working, and every day, then at work, that you know, you see them always at breaking stuff together. And I said, "Oh Lord," so I said, "Okay, Lord, <laughs> you're the only one can take care of this." So I began to. <laughs> That's all I started doing, praying. Ain't said a word to neither one of them. And next thing you know, he came. You know, I, I've been, I've been, uh, I've been uh, uh, messing up. I said, "Really." <laughs> 
He said, really? And you know what happened? The relationship burst. It, it just burst up. They, that was it. Yeah. yeah. They stopped. Why? Because you go to the one that can do something about it. I could have went to them. They couldn't do nothing about it. Why? Because they was in sin. Mm-hmm. They couldn't do it. And, and, and when you see that on people, that smell that on people, you don't have to tell nobody. Nobody, mm-hmm. they, they can't do nothing about it anyway. It's in that's what you you know. People in the in the body of Christ need need to know when you're when you when you're when you're having problems just because a person is like like Pastor Chris say they on the front they they on the uh, <laughs> they don't pay for their, their their promotion in the church don't mean they're anointed mm-hmm. don't mean mm-hmm. God has placed it there but because they paid for it and you think they're spiritual you think they're they're, they're deep and they're spiritual. Because of where they sit and what title they hold. Oh. See, but uh, shit. Oh, shit. I'm going to bear witness to what Roberta sees. <laughs> I am. I'm going to bear witness. Oh, uh, I was riding oh. down Genesee Street in Saginaw, Michigan one day, and the Holy Spirit of God revealed to me that my deliverance came one because she he gave her the assignment to pray for me and he he shared with me that there were days when I was in my foolishness that she was on her face to him so people think that I blow smoke at Roberta but I don't I know who she is and I know who she was placed in my life for so I went to her house that day. I bust in her house. I was very rude. Let me apologize, Sister Roberta. I'm sorry. But that day I was rude. I bust in her house and I started to tell her what she did. And she went to old my mouth. I said, shut up. I ain't asked you to speak. I'm going to tell you what he mm. told me. And I wasn't rude to be rude. I was, I was full because that's when I learned when God gives you an assignment, how effective that assignment can be. You know, for you to pray for somebody diligently and watch the manifestation privately. I didn't know about that life. I knew about being verbal. I knew about being in somebody's face. You are you know better than this. You I knew that. I didn't know I didn't know the minister shut your big mouth and pray. I didn't know that. Until God mm. taught me that with my own uh, foolishness. So she does she she did that in my life. So that's true. And she shared that story with me as well. And I'm sure that Sister Tracy got some stories about her mother's prayer life as well. But Sister Treat, Pastor Chris' stomach hurt. So if you can hold your story, we're going to let him talk. Jesus. Go ahead, Chris, Pastor Chris. <laughs> oh, why do we need validation? Why? And I wanted to co-sign on what Chef said in regards to smelling, uh oh, smelling the sin or the stench. See, we always want to have some validation in some, not all, some of our churches, and 
Why do we need validation? Well, sometimes we want to be important. Sometimes we are thinking so bad that just because I'm on my VIP seating and I get to introduce the pastor and eat with kings and queens. Oh, wait, wait. I'm sorry. To eat (laughs) with the pastor and first lady after church and we can go to the high dollar restaurant and don't tip the waiter. Uh oh, uh oh, uh oh. Uh oh, uh oh. So, 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 so we, we want to always pay it forward. Uh oh. Hashtag pay it forward. So we want to not only counterfeit our anointing, try to preach like so-and-so, try to dress like so-and-so, try to speak and articulate and break down the word like so-and-so, instead of being confident in your own See, we want to always spray on the Febreze so people can't smell the anointing coming off of you, but I'm sorry. I got news for you. Your funk in the spirit is contagious, and you can knock the whole roll clean out. Why? Because God has so much stink on you that I don't care how much you try to cover it up, you're going to always smell of the anointing of Jesus Christ. I'm not talking about funk and not washing your body. I'm talking about the aroma and the presence of the Holy Ghost. Okay, y'all better take this. Okay, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, hot sauce. I didn't mean to take the bottle, but I had to get that out. So I'm going to be quiet now before we have a fire in this kitchen. So back to you. Sister Treat, before we move on to um, these last three scriptures, was it anything you wanted to say about your mother's prayer life? Um, so you, y'all know I told y'all she's Jesus' first cousin, right? I mean, told y'all that. <laughs> um, yeah, we know. <laughs> <laughs> it's so funny because um, I remember as a child, I always wanted to do stuff that everyone else did. And I thought mm. I was secretly doing stuff, getting away with it. And I would walk mm. in the house, and the Holy Ghost and told on me before I got home. So she yes. would tell me <laughs> exactly what I did. And I'm like, God, why are you always snitching? Like, you, you, mm-hmm. you ain't got to tell her. What tree, did you go through and that thing so, where you thought somebody was telling her before you learned it was God? So, I knew it was God. I knew it was God because I knew who my mother was in God. Okay. I knew who she was okay. in Christ. Okay. She lived that before us. So okay. uh, we're the same, she's the same mother who would say, "Get, let's get in the living room and let's pray for someone. And then we would see the manifestation of our prayers taking place outside the home okay. for other people. So I knew who she was. Okay. Um, I just thought I was, you know, slick. You know, the enemy get in your ear, you think you're slick, you think you're going to do something to get away mm-hmm. with it. Um mm. And it's so funny now because now my adult children, well, even when they were teenagers, they were like, dang, how does she know I turned into my mother? The person yeah. where God yeah. would sit, I'd be sitting at home and God would tell me what was going on. So um, I, I know who she is in Christ. She's a bad girl. Amen. Amen. She is. She came to, to the service on last Sunday and uh, I had a desire before I left Michigan. I wanted to hug her. 
and you know how you be crunched for time and you got a spouse that's saying, baby, come on, get them shoes. Let's go, let's go, let's go. So I was crunched for time. And she called me. She said, asked me what was I doing. And I told her I was getting ready to leave. And she said, okay, well, have a safe trip. I said, but I really wanted to hug you before I left. And I said, you know what? I'm hugging you before I leave. So I went by her house to hug her. And she didn't say anything to me. I went on to Detroit. And you know how close Detroit is to Saginaw. And I got a room and I text her and I say, I got a room. I'm tired. She said, I'm so glad you got a room. She said, because I knew you were tired. And so she's one of those people that she don't always tell you what she wants from you. She pray you through it. And then she gets the manifestation. And then she be standing there with that old smirk on her face. I act like she don't know how you got there. Knowing all the time. <laughs> she just talks to Jesus about your whole situation. And, and Detroit tree. I didn't get to Ohio, Detroit, in a room. Mm-hmm. And so that's the, that's the woman that, that I know, that's the woman she is. And that's why whenever I'm able to be at her feet, I find myself there. And I'm kind of selfish. I, I, I give it up. I'm selfish. I don't like nobody to be there with me a lot of time. I like to get mine by myself. So uh, I don't, you know, I, 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 maybe it's right, maybe it's wrong, but that's like that's what I like. I like to glean from her field because I see a lot of empty spaces in my field. I got a lot of barren areas in my field. I haven't quite learned how to uh, love on my enemy, like the Bible say love on them, but I see her doing it. So I glean from her, and I believe we all do. If we have common sense, we glean from her. And I thank God for her. Mm-hmm. So, Roberta, um, I'm going to read these uh, three scriptures. I'm going to ask Pastor Chris to play us one of them on good songs. And then we're going to come back. And verse 12 is what we're going to go home on. Uh, the scriptures that I'm reading is starting at, uh, let's see here, 8, 9. I'm sorry. For all our days are passed away in thy wrath. We spend our years as a tale that is told. That that pricked me, but I'm going to go on. The days of our years are threescore years and ten. And if by reason of strength they be fourscore years, yet it is thy strength, labor, and sorrow. For it is soon cut off and we fly away. Eleven and Pastor Chris, you get that song burning. Who knoweth the power of thy anger? Even according to thy fear, so is thy wrath. When we come back, I'm going to share verse 12. I'm going to do our housekeeping. And verse 12 is what we're going to dance out of here with, Pastor Chris. It's your girl, Psalmist Jones, and you're listening to the Psalmist Voice Radio Network. Walk with me, family. Let's go. This is the day I will 
You never heard Christian radio quite like this. Get your fix 24-7 on the Psalmist Voice Radio Network. Radio Network. It's the Spin Award nominated Saturday's Buffet with Sister Lorraine Brown and Roberta Jones right now on TPV Radio. All right, all right, all right. We'll do um, we'll do our housekeeping first and get that out of the way. Uh, Pastor Chris, did you have a lot of comments on uh, virtual that you needed to share? Uh, yeah, we have a couple. Uh, shout out to Michelle Roach. Uh, she has just been co-signing on everything we've been saying <laughs> uh, between the fact of you telling me to be quiet to me going ham and cheese she hashtag take it off and then we had another individual by the name of Blanche Dingle she said what a powerful discussion sadly she had to leave blessings and peace to you all and we had another comment by Miss Michelle Roach beautiful song that we just played on our halftime so that's the comments going on on online. So back to you. Okay, we want to we want to recognize and um, celebrate our uh, faithful listeners, uh, Sister Alice Fields, and also Sister uh, Earthly Aaron, her caretakers Edna Moore and Jeanette uh, Pontoon, also uh, Sister um, Dorothy Curry, her two her three caretakers. Um, Sister Shirley Allen, Lucille Priester, and Sharon Priester as well, her granddaughter. And also, last but not least, Sister Ella Priester, her two caretakers, Jody, Josie Priester, and uh, Lee, how you say her name? Leola uh, Collier. God bless you all. Thank you for being faithful listeners to the uh, buffet. Um, Callers were... were, um, uh, do we have any callers on today, Pastor Chris, that we need to? Uh... Oh yes, we do have. We do have one caller that is on the line. So, caller, we will call the last four digits of your phone number. So, coming up, seventy-one twenty-two, seventy-one twenty-two. You are live on the air. God bless you. Good afternoon. This is I enjoy it so far, and I'm just listening. All right. Thank you, Sister Jeanette, for being a part of the buffet every Saturday. God bless you. Okay, the last scripture that we have uh, that we want to share on today, and I believe that this scripture is so power-packed that we can go home on this one. Um, the 12th verse of the 90th Psalm, and we'll probably come back and finish this on next week unless we have time left after we uh, share this, expound upon this scripture. It says, so teach us, and we'll go right into 91, because 91 is just as good as well, guys. So, uh, so the scripture says, so drill teach Sergeant. I didn't hear Sorry. Uh, uh, we, another caller just popped on. Do you want us to take it? Give it to us, please. Go ahead. All right. All right, caller. 6219, 6219, you are live on the air. God bless you. Good afternoon. I just wanted to call in. You can always put comment in but it's always uh, I want to call in and thank you ladies every Saturday it, you give out a great brunch I mean a whole lot of hot sauce that we can take away from 
you know, sometimes you join and you, you're not able to or they didn't touch your heart enough that you want to share those tidbits with somebody else. But I just wanted to call in and say thank you. Thank you very much for what you do, sharing God's word and touching lives. So thank you so much. Thank you for being a person that will call and share that because a lot of times we don't get the feedback that that uh, people have in their hearts and they don't verbalize it. And we thank you for, for calling in and sharing that we're able to say something that benefits you. God bless you, sis. Oh, thank you so much. Amen. Okay. God bless you. Okay, that scripture says, so teach us. You didn't say you had another caller, right, sir? No, you're good. Okay. So say, so teach us to number our days that we may apply our hearts unto wisdom. And the first time I heard that scripture, to know I was listening to it, I was at a funeral. And the man of God got up, and that was his scripture that he preached from for the homegoing of a, of another a brother. And wow. when I heard that scripture, and I really heard it, it really began to bless my heart because a lot of people are wise in their own status, you know, wise as far as they done read some books, or wise as far as they know how to connect the dots, wise as far as they've experienced some things in life and life has taught them some things, but they still have not gained the wisdom that's going to give them insight into the things of God. It hasn't given them insight into the fact that they need to go to God in that final hour with a clear conscience, uh, with a heart that's pure, with a heart that has been dealt with by the Holy Ghost. So I was so grateful that day that I heard God's word let me know clearly that I had some work to do on Lorraine. So I, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna be the only one that that that, that enjoyed this scripture. I'm going to start with you, Sister Tree. Have, uh, you were at the same service um, where the man of God preached this uh, text. I don't know if you remember it or not, but you were there as well. What do you have on, on uh, Psalms 90, verse 12, Sister Tree? So when I um, look at this, uh, this particular scripture and ponder on it, um, I get that um, it's basically saying, so teach us to number our days that we may gain a heart of wisdom. I believe mm-hmm. that it's saying looking over the course of my life mm-hmm. and as it pertains to my, entor- my entire life and my purpose for being um, to help me to gain a heart of wisdom that God would, you know, look at his people and his people would reckon their own days of their lives and that they will kind of take a grip or take hold of uh, their, their true cause for living. What is my purpose? Mm. Why am I here? Mm. It's not about just getting up every day, going to work, checking the box, the cap payment bills. I said hi to this neighbor. I petted mm. the dog. It's not that. It's about um, what is my purpose on this course, okay. on this journey? What, why am I here? Um, uh, and teach us to number our days, meaning I know that I'm here for a purpose, so let it have worth and let it have value. And then, Lord, mm. help me to gain your wisdom, your understanding, so that I can grow in the knowledge of you. Um, another part, too, is um, the part where it talks about the wisdom part. 
um, I believe it's saying asking God for the type of wisdom that goes to the core of who you are, the heart of the core. So that type of wisdom that comes from deep within the core of who Mm -hmm. you are. Mm -hmm. Because you've seen smart people on that job you work on. You work with brilliant people as far as education is concerned. But then when they open their mouth concerning the things of God, I'm getting ready to say something here, please. I want you to listen real close. (laughs) They said two, two Corinthians. Hello. You know who said that, right? I'm not messing with you today. But you know what I'm saying? You know, they're they real bright people, and then they then they start trying to talk about the things of God. You know how they mishandle the things of God, and they're trying to be deep. Right. But, yeah, I'm right. with you on that. Uh, Pastor Chris, I'm going to let you go before I turn the chef loose, because after she get done, we might have to shut the show down. <laughs> now, being, I mean, this is a very, a very favorite passage of scripture when yeah. you're doing funerals. But I have a little different spin <laughs> on this. See, I'm sure he gives us the instruction. He, we know that our days are numbered, right? We know that, and. He helps us to interpret our lives correctly. So, again, how do we do that? Well, we have to have relationship with the Father. One, we need to put our religion on the shelf. Two, so then what happens? Set your wisdom deeply in our hearts so that we may accept correction. That is the biggest That's the last sentence in this verse that we don't really break down. See, even the scripture before this, who fully knows the power of your passion and Mm -hmm. the intensity of your emotion. Now, that scripture talked to me because I go ham and cheese any chance I get. See, I understand what God has done for me relationally Mm -hmm. and I fully oh I am aware that he knows the power of the passion and the intensity that I bring so what happens I have to get out the way in order for those passions and intensities to be effective to anyone that's listening right so when we Speak about verse 12, we want to always look at the negative. Oh, help us remember that our days are numbered and help us to interpret our lives correctly. But if we never set our heart, our mind into Uh the wisdom of who he is, it will be embedded deeply in our hearts. So we may accept godly counsel, correction. Anybody that comes in our, our, our lives, we won't be feeling some kind of way or upset because Chef put a little bit of pepper in the pot. See, see, see y'all don't want to get me started. I told you this morning I, I need to slow down. I got another show later on. But I, I just wanted to throw that out there because we always use that scripture for the bad things but we don't really look at the whole 
picture. So stop being counterfeit. Why do we always have to be counterfeit? Why do we always have to have haterade instead of using the hated for Gatorade? And I'm a hashtag Chef Roberta Jones because she's about to knock this thing clean off. So this is Pastor Newton. Me and the band are ready. So I'm done. Chef Roberta. Before you go, Sister oh, wow. Roberta, I, I had um, a reference scripture that came from uh, 90, and I want to share that because I believe you can ha- you can uh, make this season work in this time. It says, Lord, it's Psalm 39, verse 4. It says, Lord, make me to know my end and the, pre- the, the measure of my days, what it is that I may know how to frail I am. I believe you're going to make that season work in this time. Let's eat, sister. Ooh, my God. Ooh. Yeah, yeah, that's what I thought. That's what I thought. <laughs> Did you want God, me to read that again? <laughs> no, no. It, 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 it's, okay, it's, go ahead. It's a tie-in, and, and, and I'm like Pastor Chris. I'm taking the spin that he's taking as well. In this in this uh, verse, you know, we, we in this reading this whole chapter, and when he says that uh, if you go up further, it tells about their iniquities and their sin and the wrath of God and, and, and how he's, he's uh, you know, he's, he's the, 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 in other words, just God looking up on us, he can see everything, our iniquities, our sin and everything. And with him knowing all that, the secret sins that, that he brings light to and, and, uh, he says that he gives us uh, 70, 70 years, and some live even longer than 70. And what, he, what to me, what that verse is saying, teach me to know that, Lord, you know all this about me, and yet you have mercy on me. And, and I should be doomed to, to, to hell or whatever, but because mm-hmm. of his grace and his mercy that he has and that he still he still loves me teach me teach me to number my days in other words teach me how to live like you live like you like you treat me to others that we're supposed to be growing not so much in teach me to number my days on the earth as much as teach me how to live to have the relationship with you that I should have, to be able to encounter these days. And then he says that, in other words, he he's saying that, David is saying that I want my relationship to be with you and satisfy you, not so much of him, oh. but to satisfy that God would be pleased and that he would repent. He will repent as a servant of God and walk with God because God know all this about him and still love him and still give him the things that he gives, gives him that he want us to, to also demonstrate that same love to others 
that that's mistreating us. Like we're mis- mistreating God, mm. and He still remains faithful and loving. Teach me how to do this in my life. The, the amount of days that I have, the time that I have, that I have mercy and rejoice, and my days will be glad. Because most of our days are sad because of how we feel we've been mistreated. Someone is treating us. How we feel we deserve so much better. That's most of the time, that's what makes us sad. Because I think Pastor Chris said it earlier, because we need to be validated. Instead of get to the place, it don't matter what you say about me or what you think about me. Is what I do for Christ that's going to last. It's, it's, the main thing is what God, what he's saying, what he feels about me. And I believe that's what this, this passion is really talking about, that I get to the place that it don't even matter. Just let me, mm. the days that I have, let me walk with you that you would rejoice in my walk, that you would be glad, that I would be ha- that, that you would be happy. Because, see, if we get to the place that we practice, practice, not live but practice oh I'm practice being good it's still not it's it's still as filter rags in God's sight our righteousness is filter rags but when we learn how to live turn our life to him and let him live through us when we learn how to when people mistreat us begin to rejoice and say Lord thank you then we're dying Mm. that's that daily dying to ourselves so we're so concerned about what I feel, what I want to do, what God trying to kill that I. He's trying to kill that I in us. And I believe that's what he said. Teach me. Teach me each day that I live, that I will live to glorify you, that we'll get to the place in our life that we'll say, as Paul said, to die is gain, but to live is Christ. And I believe that's what God is trying to do in all of us. To get us to that place that 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 we're not we're not moved by by death or life we're moved by living letting Christ's life live through us and I believe that's where God wants us to get to that place that it doesn't even matter it doesn't matter whether you reject me whether you accept me I don't need to be validated by man because my oh. validation comes from God teach me that God teach me doesn't matter how many days, because he had promised earlier that he said, you promised us 70, but some have lived even longer than the 70. So he's saying that, teach me how to number my days. And that, that if we get to that place that the relationship with Christ means more than anything else, the time we spend with him, what he tells us, and do it, be obedient, that's, that's, that's what, that's, that's what it's all about. That's the teachers, that he would live his life through us on earth. And we won't be so quick to leave earth. Mm. Lord, I'd be so glad to get to heaven. Oh, this will stop in heaven. But he's saying, he's, you know, he's saying, no, teach me the number of my days because it's not time for you to come to heaven. That's why I still have you on earth. So you got some work to do on earth. And that's all he's saying. Mm-hmm. Let me live through you. Let me live through you. Jesus' t- uh, uh, time on earth was to do the Father's will. He came for a purpose, to do the Father's will. We gave our life to Jesus to do the Father's will, that he would live his life through us. 
that is no longer us, but he's living through us. Do we do, do sometimes we let the flesh ride? Mm-hmm. But he said, what he said mm-hmm. when he rides? Reminded that it's dead. Reminded, you know, you got, you got, you, you, you ain't gonna live on cloud nine. You gonna come mm-hmm. to the valley, but in the valley, re, you know, remember that you've been crucified with Christ. In other words, your old man has to die, but the spirit of God has to live, and that's I believe that's what he was saying. Let the Spirit of God live. When the Spirit of God lives, your old flesh that died with Christ won't get up and begin to stink. Because when you dig things up from the earth that has been buried, it stinks. God wants the fragrance of God to come out. And that's why the things that we're going through is because he's trying to get us to that place that his fragrance will come out. In our lives, in our walk, in our talk, relationship with everybody, you know, because we're so we're we're so on edge. Any little thing tickles. Oh, I'm so angry. Anything. I mean, we we're so on edge. You know, mental health, mental health, mental health. What about it? Is you know, I'm not saying that that, that there's no mental health, but I'm right. saying we we need to go back to Gethsemane, mm-hmm. where he died for the mind. When he sweated as though drops of blood, mm-hmm. that was for the mental part of man. You're thinking. So when he when 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 he sweated as though drops of blood, that was your thought pattern covered with the blood. So your mind was covered as well as your body. So when we remind, okay, Lord, you know this, and He'll show you things that are, that are that are about to come. And you have to say, Lord, you've applied the blood on this. Because you did it, I don't have to deal with it now. And that's what I believe that's what this scripture is talking about. Teach me these things. Teach me how to walk before you. Teach me how to let my light shine. Teach me that when I, I walk in the room and the atmosphere change. Why? Because I've been walking, talking, and uh, uh, obeying God till it changes the atmosphere when I walk in. When Jesus walked in, he didn't have to say anything. Why? The atmosphere would change. Why? Because of the lifestyle he lived. So God is saying, you know, I want you to live this type of life that you don't have, they don't have to hear me, but they can see me when you walk in. Mm. That's my take on, on the verse, that we will rejoice. That, and with, when we rejoice in the things of God, he rejoices in them as well. He, he rejoices. No, go ahead. I just said amen. Yeah, that, but that's that's my take on it. You know that that he can re, that he can rejoice in what we're doing because he he knows like Pastor he knows the power of our passion. He knows it. He and and he still knows who we are and still love us and still uh, uh, corrects us, gives us the wisdom we need, and that's what we need the wisdom of God. Mm-hmm. We have the wisdom of God and obey the wisdom of God then the joy of God's going to come in our lives. And the power, the demonstration will come in our lives. And I believe that's mm-hmm. what he was saying in this verse. Amen. That's my take on it. Amen. It looks like we've got enough time to go ahead and finish this. Um, 13 says, return, O Lord, how long, and let it repent thee concerning the ser- thy servants. 
Oh, satisfy us early with thy mercy. Huh. Oh, satisfy us early with thy mercy <laughs> that we may rejoice and be glad all our days. And, you know, just just touching that, if God's mercy doesn't make us glad, we, we, we don't. there's no glad button in us. Because just Amen. experiencing the, the mercies of God, man, man, I've utilized that mercy button a lot of times. We may go back to that. Let me finish this. Make us glad according to uh, the days wherein thou hast afflicted us. And that's, that's that um, wilderness experience where God afflicts us. And he's not afflicting us because he's mean. But it's like, mm-hmm. take, for example, all of our children have gotten a splinter in their finger or in their toe. Now, we have to inflict some pain in order to get that splinter out. Sometimes, depending on how much that child is willing to let you work on him, it, it takes us making even stab wounds because he jerked his finger and you end up sticking him with the pain. But everything we're doing at that point is to remove the object of defeat from their life. I like that. I like that. I said that, but I like that. Thank you, Holy Ghost. That splinter will set up infection if it have its way. But that, that person with that safety pin that's inflicting pain on you is trying to keep that pin from making the, 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 the from, from uh, um, completing the mission that they set out to do. And there's pain. So God will allow the wilderness so that he can get out of us what will infect us and ultimately take our life. I know somebody got something on that tree. That was good. Wasn't, wasn't that good, Tree? Amen. <laughs> Let thy work appear unto thy servants and thy glory unto thy children. And let the beauty, this is the last scripture, and let the beauty of the Lord, our God, be upon us. And establish thy, the work of our hands upon us. Yea, the work of our hands establish thou it. So we can become beautiful after that affliction. Is that not what you were talking about earlier, Sister Roberta, when you talked about you like that wilderness experience because it makes a deposit? Yes. It brings, it brings, it, it actually, the, the, the uh, wilderness experience, it brings the miracles of God into in our lives. Then here comes the miracles in that willingness experience. That, and that's what he wants us. He wants us to die so that he can pour with his mighty powers and miracles. Mm. My God. So, Tree, do you have uh, anything uh, on that um, that scripture about the afflictions and, and the beauty that comes from that? Or anything else that I've read that you'd like to uh, give your uh, final take on? No, Pastor Chris was groaning over there. You, you didn't hear I know. I'm, I'm, you know what, uh, Sister Roberta, <laughs> when I turn him loose, I'm going to tell him to play a song and we'll see him next week. I, I heard him. I heard him. So, Tree, you got anything you want before we before we let him loose? No, I, I, I want to hear Pastor Chris. I'm ready. I'm ready for Pastor Chris. Pastor Chris, you go ahead. Take long as you want to. We have another 15 minutes. You do what you need to do, and we will um, play that song, and we'll see the people next week with uh, Psalms 91. Yeah. Uh, okay. Um, <laughs> 13 through 17 
is profound. See, again, we use some of the text and we use it for the wrong reasons. Okay, well, what are you talking about, Pastor Chris? You're already starting mess already. Well, in verse 13, it says, return to us again, O God. How much longer will it take until you show us your abundant compassion? Now, just for that, we're never going to see his abundant compassion if you got all that foundation on your face. Uh (laughs) Uh-oh. Or you got all that religion on you, or you got that stink on you. You're never going to understand or even know what abundant compassion truly is. But see, in verse 14, it kind of gives you some hints and some clues in 15. Let the sunrise of your love end our dark night. Now, whose love is he talking about? He's not talking about Pookie's. He's not talking about JJ's love, not even your spouse's love. Uh-oh, I'm getting in trouble with that one. But it says, let the sunrise of your love end our dark night. We were just talking about being in the wilderness, correct? In the wilderness is our dark night. In the wilderness is where we seek refuge, where we seek God's presence, where we get our purging, where we get impregnated by who? The relationship and the love of Jesus Christ. So therefore, break through our clouded dawn again we got that a lot we like to throw our stuff and put it in front of god because some of us make those cloudy dawns Uh oh oh pastor chris starting mess again well we always put ourselves in some uncompromising positions but Only you can satisfy our hearts, Lord. See, filling us with songs of joy to the end of our days. So then we we start crying and getting all upset. But see, we got to look at the bigger picture here. It doesn't Mm -hmm. end when we die. See, I don't think Mm -hmm. y'all caught it. See, we can be filled with songs of joy all the way up until the end of our days. Well, how do we do that, Pastor Chris? It's got so much chaos going on. My life is all upside down. Well, we've been overwhelmed with the grief of COVID-19. We lost a lot of people, a lot of loved ones, so forth and so on. See, But see, there's still light at the end of the clouded day he's been telling us this whole time through this whole text that i want to see your miracles again god i let the rising of generations see the glorious wonders of your Mm -hmm. that your famous for not bishop not pastor chris your Mm -hmm. so Mm -hmm. 
to close this thing outright and put the icing on the cake, it says in verse 17, Our mm-hmm. Lord, our God, let your sweet beauty. Now, no disrespect intended, we do have some beautiful ladies on the panel, but however, it's not talking about that beauty. Uh-oh. It's talking about let your sweet beauty rest upon us. What is the text talking about? You can't experience sweet beauty without relationship. Uh-oh. See, come work with us and then our works will endure and you will give us success in all we do. So, I said all that to say this. Again, we will never know what true success is. We will never know what true love is. We will never know what true joy is. We will never know any of this stuff until you get your foundation off and ask God to give you his sweet beauty as we continue on in this life. We will never go to the next level. We will never experience the true power and passion and intensity of the relationship of God as he uses you as the vessel and cleans all that stuff out so your identity could be birthed through all of your wrath, all of your loss, all of your pain, all of Pookie and JJ talking about you, your church kicked you out the church, all the stuff that we've experienced in this last year. God wants us to rest on his sweet beauty. Stop worrying about everybody else. You worry about what God told you. And I guarantee you, when you worry about you and get your stuff together and you look in the mirror for yourself, you will see how much you stink, uh-oh, how ugly you truly are, uh-oh, mm-hmm. how black your heart truly is, uh-oh. So when we are able to see how ugly we are, then God can do his work in us because he is the only one that's going to make our dark days bright. Uh-oh. He's the only one that's going to break through our clouded dawn days. He's the only one that's going to bring the sunshine in our pain. He's the only one that's going to restore what was lost. He's the only one that's going to take that black heart, wipe it off, Give you a brand new one. Why? Because you allowed him to take the nasty out of you and he replaced it with his sweet perfume, his sweet beauty, his everlasting love, his everlasting joy. So when you take that last breath, you will not feel that you never accomplished anything. You will know going 
that you or hear the words, good, my faithful servant. And I dropped the mic. I'm done. So if all hearts and minds, oh, wait a minute. We got a caller, ladies. We got a seven Go minutes ahead. left. So caller, we're going to put you on the line, 8882. Eight 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 two. You are live on the wow. air. God bless you. Greetings in the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Uh, thank you for that word. I, I I caught the tail end of it, but I'm coming with a mission from God. My name is Pastor Don Jr. CEO, and I love what y'all doing here. It's good. Y'all wake up every day and and put this message out. But I gotta I gotta. I got to say thank you because y'all are doing the real work of God. And most people want to be in a, in a church, but they can't go testify and tell somebody else. And I love what you're doing. Thank you. It's powerful. God bless Amen. you, sir. Thank you for calling in. Thank you for being one of our listeners. We pray that you share the, the message about the buffet. And, uh, we're not trying to copy anybody or mimic anybody. We're trying to utilize the gift that God has placed inside of each one of us and cause it to blend. That's why we needed a chef on the show because sometimes also, and I've done this literally, I've thrown some things in my pot, and then when I taste it, it'd be like, oh, my God. That, oh, no, that's not right. Oh, no, that's got oh, – uh, Roberta, wow. I put this in there. What, what can I do? And, honey, sweet – Sweet mama, she tell me, well, put ahead. this in there and stir that up. Okay. And put a little of that in there and stir that up mm-hmm. and taste it now. Yes, ma'am. Ooh. It's all right. <laughs> so that's, what, that's what we need. We need each other on the buffet in order for us, this blend, to come together and complement each other so that we can feed people like you, sir. That's how mission oh, no, is. I, I love your man. Your man dropped the mic. He dropped the mic in perfect timing. At the end of the day, I support what y'all doing. I relate what y'all doing. But at the same time, Amen. there's so many people out there don't know. I got to wake them up. <laughs> Amen. Wake them up. Amen. Hey, stay woke and eat early, sir. God bless you. Yes, ma'am. Amen. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Pastor Chris. Uh, we've exhausted oh. all of the, the comments on uh, virtual as well. And that's the case. We'll get a song and We'll see you guys next Saturday on the buffet. And if the Lord don't change it, we'll be dealing with Psalms 91, and we'll be going back into that secret place. Amen. Amen. Well, ladies Amen. and gentlemen, the kitchen is closing, but we're going to go out with Triple O. It's going to be all right. We'll see you next Saturday, same time, same place. Saturday's Buffet with Sister Lorraine Brown and Roberta Jones and the sous chefs. Y'all can figure that out later. We love you. God bless you. Invested. Wind up when you pass the bets and exit. Brexit, making man double get interested. Funds on low, so I'm canceling Netflix. I love my baby girl, I love my baby girl, and I'm a slave of the world. Hate being a depressed man. 
with the pressures that were mounted When would I ever rest? Clouds of my overhead More food in the mind I couldn't resell Sickle genes and receipts in my blood type With every life there is hope With every life there is hope The rulers my shepherd never severed with reverence Never given me more than I can bear Like Leo with the reverence And now I'm settling in my settlement As I keep singing that Lucky. Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.